0: Welcome to Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Monday, November 8th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. So, Chiefs fan, when the NFL schedule came out and you saw the Chiefs were meeting the Packers at Arrowhead this season, would you have taken a victory under any circumstance? You would have. And the Chiefs delivered a 13-7 victory, but the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers because of COVID-19 protocols. I'll remind you, that the last time the teams met the Chiefs didn't have Patrick Mahomes who was out with a knee injury in a 2019 game. So on Sunday the Chiefs offense struggled once again but the defense and especially the special teams turned in perhaps their best games of the season as the Chiefs improved five and four. The star folks who cover the team talked about it after the game with you on Sportsbeat Live. It's now a Sportsbeat KC podcast. Let's get started. Hey, good evening from Arrowhead Stadium. Welcome to Sports Beat Live, our Chiefs post-game show with the star crew. And with you, please join us with your questions and comments and talk Chiefs with us. Hey, the Chiefs won. Yes, they did. 13 to 7 over the Green Bay Packers. Let me let me ask you this. When you looked at the schedule before the season starts, started, would you not have taken that deal, a 6-point win over the Green Bay Packers? Um, Yes, you would. You absolutely would have. Um, But of course, the circumstances changed this week, of course. And the Chiefs were not playing against the Aaron Rodgers Packers. They were playing against the Jordan Love Packers. And uh, I I think a lot of people would uh, would say that this game was a little too close for comfort. And and, and I, I think we can Look for look to one side of the ball for that. So when we are joined by Sam Mellinger, Sam McDowell, Bahe Gregorian, and uh, Herbie Teope, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the the offense, the defense, and the special teams. But um, until they get here, uh, well, let's let's uh, let's talk to you guys. And Todd Bryan weighed in. Um, Rogers equal COVID, Chiefs equal win. Absolutely, I think that sums up the game pretty well. Uh, Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and uh, and the Chiefs played defense well enough to keep the Packers out of the end zone for three quarters. Um, Green Bay finally scored in the fourth, and Daniel (laughs) Bisinger, yes, you were right, going to say it, Sorensen has been terrible, but the offensive play calling much worse. Well, we'll get to the offense in, in a little while, but yeah, the, the Sorensen certainly was uh, was beaten on the play, the the Packers touchdown play in the fourth quarter. There seemed to be a lot of confusion on defense on that on that play. So uh uh you know Sorensen was the one that was uh left with uh, uh on Alan Lazard, the the wide receiver, and not a good situation for the Chiefs there. Um Travis I says Tuscaloosa fans would call this a loss. Yes, they, yes they would. Um, just as they probably did after last night's six point win over LSU. So, uh, it's a good good point. Um, Larry, hey, good to hear from you, Larry. Larry sends out some love to our um, to our producer Beth. Well, she deserves it, without a doubt. And Larry says the Chiefs have to learn how to run the ball. Absolutely, they've got it, it. It just seemed to me tonight that, especially on that first series, you had seven rushing attempts by the Chiefs. You had um, Daryl Williams with seven rushing attempts, double-digit yards on a handful of them until they got down to the shadow of the end zone, and they were stuffed. Right, two sh- two shots from the one got zero yards, and that's when Mahomes threw the the touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. But they had run the ball effectively to get down there. Uh, then um, and then they needed the Mahomes to Kelsey touchdown pass to to finish it up. So after that, the Chiefs uh, did not seem to be interested in running the ball, and um, and so we we got a, a heavy dose of the Chiefs passing game, and that was like. Uh, a, a record scratch To me Or, or fingernails on a chalkboard and, and speaking of fingernails on a chalkboard Here's Sam Mellon <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks Blair, who loves it
0: <laughs> How you doing Sam Good, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the offense a little bit I think that's the probably the the big Takeaway from this game Except, look, the Chiefs won And like I said earlier You'd have signed up for a Chiefs victory over the Packers When the schedule came out, wouldn't you You'd have,
1: you'd have taken it <laughs> Any victory. Um, yeah, but I think when the schedule came out, you would assume that victory came with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and and if not Aaron Rodgers, like I get that they're seven or you were seven and one, but that team was terrible tonight, the Packers. I mean, the um, can't kick a field goal, um, can't stay out of their way in a lot of different ways. So this is, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but kind of another win where I think there's probably a lot of Chiefs fans that are feeling – no more confident and maybe even less than they were before kickoff. It's it, the NFL's weird, man. It puts it puts us through some weird emotions.
0: It does. And look, it was a weird day in the NFL and the weirdness is continuing tonight with the Titans Rams game. But uh, you know, uh, you know a lot of te- you know the Raiders lose to the Giants, the Bengals get swamped by the Browns, the the, Ra- uh, the Ravens almost lose, had uh, need overtime to beat the Vikings at home. Um, the Bills, what a crazy loss to the, um, you know, to, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Chiefs put themselves in a position to lose this game, uh, darn near, right? I mean, they they allowed the touchdown in the fourth quarter, and then for one possession uh, since the opener, look, the the opening possession was was solid for the Chiefs, the touchdown drive, but for one possession when they got the ball back with about 450 remaining. That looked like the Chiefs. I remember uh, three first down passes from Mahomes: to 22 to Kelsey, nine to McCole Hardman, and then the clincher, the 13 yarder to um, uh, Tyreek Hill we, on the scramble to the right, and he throws back, and all, all of a sudden that you know finally they get a little pressure on him, backs to the wall a little bit, and they responded there. It's just everything in between from the offense. I, so many things that uh, you can point to to. Well, I'll just say I'll just say this: season low passing, not only a season low, a Mahomes era low passing yards with 160, uh, Mahomes era uh, total yards low, 237. So, ever since Mahomes became the starter in in 2018, this was the the worst offensive production game that the Chiefs have had. And I kind of think we can agree that um, you know if if Aaron Rodgers were lined up on the other side, especially the Aaron Rodgers that played here two years ago. Uh this one would not have turned out the way it did. Um hey Herbie. Good to see you man. Hey Herbie bring bring us up to date on what Andy said about uh, uh about Lucas Niang after the game.
2: Yeah basically he said he did
0: suffer rib injuries but
2: you know Andrew Wiley went in there and replaced him uh Reed was complimentary of, of Wiley being able to go in there on a pinch. Uh we do know that quarterback like Legerious Knee, he uh he admitted after the game that he did he was evaluated for for, for a concussion, but he cleared it. He, he wasn't concerned at all, and the Chiefs weren't concerned because he finished the game.
0: Okay. Okay. Greg Hickel, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Greg. Horrible performance. If Rodgers had been playing, Packers would have won 45-13. As far as Sorensen, that missed tackle, yeah, no, that, that was, that we've, we've seen that. <laughs> Actually,
1: that play was, um, you know, there are there a couple microcosms, I think, in this game, but that one was one. And I know Sorensen's easy to pick on, and, um, you know, I, I've taken my turns, right? But th- that was sort of a collective failure as well. Sorensen needs to make that tackle, but there was all this confusion before the snap on that one it just didn't look like guys knew where they were supposed to be or who they were supposed to cover or you know hell I don't know like maybe even what defense or I don't know it just that thing looked like a mess there was the kind of thing where you if you're watching the Chiefs defense before that snap you're kind of thinking they're either going to call time out here or this is going to be really bad um and and there were a few of those and I, I never really like actually thought that the Chiefs were going to lose this game just because the Packers I don't think we're really capable of of, of winning, um, but you just want to see some signs. You know, you just want to see um, attacking downfield or being crisp in the intermediate stuff if the other stuff's not there. And I'm left with this kind of feeling about, you know, you, you mentioned that third and 10 play, Blair, you know, after the the false start by, by Wiley. And that's what the Chiefs used to do. You know that was sort of a a, a creative. You know uh, the the first read wasn't there. Tyreek was really well covered by uh, Sullivan. Um, I, I think was was the corner on that one, and then just sort of curled on on the second on the second push and and got the play. And it was like that. You know because that that would have been an easy punt. You yeah. know like you know the Chiefs would have won the game if they punted. You know Jordan Love is not going ninety yards in probably sixty five seconds or so with no timeouts. Like that's just not going to happen. Um, but, you know, for them to do it like that and win it like that, you just kind of laugh. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe that that's the first time they've looked like the chiefs in a really long time, <laughs> you know, like yeah. in, in a big moment. So who knows, maybe that's something.
0: And Vahe has joined us. What's up, Vahe?
1: How you
3: doing guys? Good to see you. To see you.
0: Look, we can, we, we should tear apart the offense. It was, a. it was just a bad game. And, we're trying to come up with explanations for what's going on, why the doesn't seem to be in rhythm, the passing game, no rhythm. Mahomes uh, overlooking, you know, Travis Kelsey opened 15 yards downfield to throw, you know, 50 yards to Tyreek Hill, and he overthrows him there. Nicole Hardman dropping a pass. Travis Kelsey dropping a pass. There's so many just uh, – there's mis- miscommunication, errors, mental mistakes. I just, it's just really hard to fathom what this offense is is doing right now. You know, they've scored 36 points in three games, right? So three against Tennessee, 20, and then 13 tonight. That was a game for the Chiefs the first couple years of the Mahomes as a starter. And they're just, it's just not getting any better. Packers, Look, they 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 didn't have their quarterback, but they had their defense and you got to give them some credit for that, but I don't know Herbie, what do you think? What's what was what was off kilter on this offense for you? Everything. Look, we're all sitting up in the press box and
2: Blair you and I are always looking down there and we're seeing safeties playing 15 to 20 yards, sometimes 25 yards on line of scrimmage. And you got to be able to beat it. And it seemed like they were committed to running the football year because that is a, a nice way to beat safeties that are deep in the box. You pointed out last week you take advantage when it's 11 on 9 near the line of scrimmage. And it seemed like the Chiefs were doing that. But then all of a sudden, you start seeing these passes that just had no sync whatsoever. Uh, outside, back with Tyreek Hill late in the game to effectively seal it. Uh, Hill and Mahomes just had nothing going on there. You know, I think it was like. He was targeted 11 times and only caught four passes. So I, I don't know what is going on there. Mahomes hasn't uh, posted a passer rating above 91 in four straight games. We've seen the guy in the hundreds, but he's posting like 70s and the 60s, and, you know, 80s. This isn't the Mahomes we're used to seeing.
0: Yeah, what do you think, Vahe? We, we spent a lot of time during the game talking about it and. Uh... Didn't the, I think the chiefs opened the second half with four straight punts, right? I mean, just a couple of them were three and outs and, and punting the ball and it's, it's new week, same story.
3: Sorry. It is. And what, what really stands out to me is all the other things we're talking about. It's Patrick's decision-making and Sam McDowell asked, uh, asked Patrick, um, about one specific play that really stood out to us up in the press con- uh, up in the press box, and it was when he threw deep down the right sideline to I guess it was McCole Hardman, and Travis Kelsey was open for twenty to twenty five yards in the middle of the field. Patrick's answer um, was was really about risk reward, but I, I'll have to look at that play again. But I don't think I don't think that that pass was was really had any percentage to it. It was, it was just, let me just throw and see what happens. Whereas Kelsey was obviously wide open and 20 to 25 yards is nothing to, um, you know, shrug your shoulders at. I mean, that, that, that's the play you take every time. It, 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 the, the answer was, uh, as Sam and I were discussing was, was kind of revealing about where Patrick's mind is on this. And I feel like there were 10 plays easily today where you, you had to look, look at what he decided to do and, and found it kind of baffling, at least, at least I did.
0: Sam McDowell's joined us. Pick it up there, Sam. What did, um, uh, uh, what what prompted you to ask the question and what surprised you about Mahomes' answer?
4: Well, I I mean, just, uh, I think all of us in the press box saw that Travis Kelsey was wide open on that play. And for a while, it wasn't a split second. Um, so the reason I asked was I was curious if he just didn't see him or if he chose to go to the guy that we all thought was a lot more covered, but 40 yards further downfield. Um, and he acknowledged that he did see that Kelsey was open, but, but took a shot. And the reason I think it's revealing and Vi alluded to it is because this team isn't getting many deep shots. And I think that's playing into his head that there's not a lot of opportunities for him and therefore one that looks to be a little bit more covered than maybe it was in past seasons, he's got to take it because that's as good as it's going to get for him. Hmm. Wasn't
0: close to being completed. I, I didn't think. And there was uh, the the two – how many – did he take three shots or was it two to Tyreek Hill? It seems like there was maybe one to Hardman and two to Hill or maybe I have that backwards, but maybe three shots. And, and I, didn't, I didn't see any of them close to landing.
3: Well, the the other one was from the five-yard line, and I'd I, I have to look at, look at it again, but I, I thought he just overthrew Tyreek Hill, or he threw it at a funny time. It, it Tyreek Hill broke open.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Tyreek broke open immediately. Um, Vi, you made that point as we're watching the game, but I thought he could have thrown that pass sooner so that the safety – wasn't a factor what what's what's interesting about that play is we've so often talked about the fact that they're facing these two safety defenses um on that particular play the packers only had one safety um another reason why when tyree keel runs off the line of scrimmage the Chiefs just happened to call a fly route against this so i mean they had the perfect route against the defense they saw and i, I do wonder that that's one play i'd certainly like to watch again before just outright stating this but i do wonder if he throws it earlier maybe he's got a better lane there.
0: There was another one too. Um, I, I can't remember the situation. I want to say it was in the third quarter where he had Jarek McKinnon open in the flat. Um, on, and it was a third down and, and maybe a third and ten, and he, he went somewhere else and it wasn't close. But I think if he goes to McKinnon in the flat, there's nobody there, and and and, and that's a first down. So, you know, it is. It, it's just. It, it's absolutely frustrating to watch this offense, know what it has been, and understand who they have with, as as you pointed out, Sam McDowell, while, and during the game, in a, a course of a conversation, fixing the biggest issue that they had in the offseason, the offensive line. I don't know if it's 100%, but it's certainly rated a, among the top 10 in the NFL. And um, and, and even with the injury today to uh, to to Lucas Niang and Andrew Wiley, have, having to play, I thought the offensive line still protected Mahomes pretty well today, didn't you, Herbie?
2: Yeah, go back to what everybody's point there. When you look at this offense, they only recorded two uh, explosive plays, plays of twenty yards or more. It's just two. So you know when we talk about some of their issues, I think he's getting the protection, uh, but the the Deep pass is just not there. The Packers are pretty stout against the pass. We knew that. They entered this game by ranked six against the pass. But you got to be able to take what's there, and I just don't think he's – you pointed out McKinnon being open. McDowell and Vahe pointed out uh, Travis Kelsey wide open down the field and he could run for 20-plus yards there. But he he decided to go deep, and it's just not there. So even with name going – Going down and while come in, I thought they did a pretty good job.
0: Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars' award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news features and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Okay, I think uh, Jason Collinsworth is speaking to all you guys. I think we're going a little overboard in critiquing uh, every play that Mahomes makes. This would have been a huge win in the Alex Smith era. That's for you, Sam Mellinger. Um, Take that.
1: Look, like, is that the standard? (laughs) You know, to to be good enough to get your heart broken in the playoffs? Because we can go back there. It's It's available. Yeah, I think the previous 50 years of existence made it pretty clear that Chiefs fans do not want to go back there.
0: Yeah, well what did I say with you? What did I say to you with about 6 minutes to go?
1: <laughs> I don't want to steal your line, man. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> no, man, it was starting it was starting to feel like a Chiefs playoff game with the way this thing was going, man. Um Chiefs could not score, Green Bay finally got a little drive together for a touchdown and this thing had 14-13 written all over it on a final, you know, final touchdown, heartbreak, defensive back falls down and, you know, and Lazard or somebody goes into the end zone. for Just a touchdown. forward
1: progress call away from <laughs> really the the wheels coming straight <laughs> right. off. That's
0: right. <laughs> That's right. A Jordan Love pass to himself or something, you know, <laughs> something like that. But it didn't happen, and it didn't happen because, uh, as we said earlier, the Chiefs' offense played really well. The four-minute offense delivered at the end, and we haven't we haven't spent enough time on this. The defense played terrific. Uh, you can't expect a seven-point Packer production if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, but he wasn't. So the Chiefs you know, defended who they who, who they were assigned, and that was Jordan Love today. And I thought Steve Spagnolo called a great game. He brought, uh, you know, zero blitzes. Um, uh, you know, sent the, you know, release the hounds is what he did today. And uh, um, and 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 they came and pressured Jordan Love, and and the Packers did not have an answer for that. So I am um, between the Giants game and this game. Uh, and, and, and Frank Clark said it afterwards. It, Seems to take about a half a season for the Chiefs' defense to get together. We'll we'll see when they play Derek Carr in in uh, in Vegas next week. Uh, uh, a motivated Raiders team that lost to the Giants today. We'll we'll see if this defense has really improved. But uh, they've had a couple of games to kind of get their confidence back, and um and and maybe maybe that's starting to happen a little bit. Sam McDowell, did you see much from uh, Melvin
4: Ingram today? Yeah, I mean the first play, he was on the field. We saw something from him, um, and I think that was that's the bigger theme is that you know d- despite the fact that the quarterback play they they saw today is is not what they're going to see for the rest of the season, um, the pass rush was there, and that that's what we haven't seen for. I mean, the, the Chiefs are tied for second to last in sacks going into this game. Only the Falcons had worked. The Falcons had fewer. They had ten. The Chiefs had eleven. Um, but the pass rush has been there for two straight weeks, and part of that is because um, you mentioned it. But C. Spagnuolo is di- dialing up more blitzes, and I wonder if he saw something today that he could use in, in further games. You know, what was interesting is during the during the week, he somebody asked him. You know, is this is you know do do you just throw the house at a rookie quarterback all the time? And of course, no defensive coordinator is going to give away this game plan, but he said, well, that's not really how it works anymore. You know, these, these guys come into the league and this guy's already played a year. It's just different. Um, But that's exactly what he did today. I mean, he just pressured and pressured and pressured. Um, But also, you know, Frank Clark's winning more Chris Jones is back at the spot that he's actually good at. Um, And Melvin Ingram, I did seem, I, I thought he seemed like a worthwhile addition. So if the pass rush can, can play like it has the last two weeks. It masks a lot of problems on on the back end. Um, but also speaking of the back end, a guy that we haven't mentioned, and I'm shocked that Sam Mellinger hasn't mentioned him. Um, but Charverius Ward's addition the past couple weeks, and then coming back from injury, I think's been pretty big too.
0: Well, it's filled out that secondary, hasn't it? Um, Fenton comes on as um, you know. Uh, in in sub packages, so um, and and Legere Sneed Snead had the interception today, which was good great to game. see.
4: Yeah. Snead had a great game.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, the first time since the opener that the Chiefs finished with the advantage in turnover ratio. Um, they had been even a couple of games, but had been out turnovered in in several. And to your point, Sam, about the pressure and and the um, uh, the blitzing that the Chiefs did today, when they blitzed. Jordan Love was 6 for 17 for 30 yards and when they didn't blitz he was 13 of 17 for 160 yards. So, uh, well done on Spagnolo's part to, uh, to to bring the pressure. We have not talked about special teams. And we don't usually talk about special teams unless you know Harrison Bucker comes on to to win a game with a long field goal like he did in LA last year, but overall I thought this was the best game that the Chiefs special teams had all year and was pretty instrumental in um, in, in, in this victory today. I made the star of the game, um, Tommy Townsend, the punter. <laughs> he, you know, six six kicks. You don't want to see him punting six times, but he had about a fifty-seven yard average. Two of the punts uh, that he had was uh, were muffed, and one was recovered by the Chiefs that set up uh, Butker's field goal at the end of the first half. Uh, Alex Okafor blocked a field goal. So, all in all, just a, an excellent game by Dave Tobe's squad. And I don't think the Chiefs win without special teams playing as well as they do. You you agree, uh, Herbie?
4: Well,
2: oh, I, I agree emphatically. You know, when you would use Okafor's big play, uh, Chris Amon's, yeah, down, in the butter, uh, down in the ball down there, and you go, know, Bucker, you can't take away two field goals from him, one coming from fifty five yards. You know, if special teams doesn't have the game they had today, then you're absolutely correct. The Chiefs don't win this game. The special teams won today from the Chiefs.
3: Just to add to that, Blair, the, the field position was unbelievable. I mean, other than when the Chiefs went for it on uh, fourth down and, and didn't convert, other than that, the, the, the Packers never started until the end of the game. They never started till uh, from beyond their own 25 and four times inside the, the, tw-
0: the, 15. Like the, yeah. the 15 yeah yeah like the two the eight the 12 the 15 something like that yeah that
3: was
0: great game by tommy townsend so uh todd bryan asked where where was nick bolton today uh the return of anthony hitchens affected nick bolton's uh snaps i think when when herbie does the um, the snap counts tomorrow morning, I think we'll see that uh, Bolton's will have played less because Hitchens played more. He had the, you know, he was calling the the, the defensive plays with the green dot on his helmet. So um, I think that's what, um, that's what happened to Nick Bolton today. I thought Willie Gay played well, uh, especially early on a uh, really nice game is, as, as you mentioned, Sneed, good game for Sneed. And I don't, I, except for the Sorenson play at the, you know, the, 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 the touchdown that opened the door for the touchdown. Um, I, I just thought it was a great overall game by, by the chiefs defense. And, um, and, and uh, that, that is a, that is a good sign. So chiefs win this thing 13 to seven. They go to the LA or LA, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders next uh, week for Sunday night football. And have the t- Melly? I'll ask you: Do have the Chiefs picked up enough momentum these last couple of weeks to feel good about how the, the 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 direction they're headed in, or is this you know a little bit of fool's gold and false confidence based on who they played?
1: I think the answer is still incomplete. Like I, I don't think that they've done enough to feel good about themselves, but the rest of the AFC is just <laughs> not really. Creating much of a gap, you know. I mean, they're, they're giving the Chiefs a long time to get this figured out, and I, I still lean toward this group of people, like this group of, of of talent, you know, with the players and and the coaches. I think they'll get it figured out, um, but it's been a hell of a lot longer than I ever would have expected. But I just, um, you know, God, they're five and four, and and they're and and they just won this game that was this start of this three game and I, I get Rogers. Like I understand that Aaron Rodgers is a, a better quarterback than Jordan love. Um, but this was the stretch that I think a lot of us thought was going to, you know, go a long way to defining the season and they won and now they're going to play a team that, like you said, Blair, just, I mean, as, as, as much as a lot of us were unimpressed by the chiefs beating the giants last week, they beat, the Giants last week and <laughs> right. the team that they're about to play did not beat the Giants. So it's just, you know, um, <laughs> just Adam Teicher, I just this is in my head. Adam Teicher, like when I first started covering the NFL, uh, we were talking about the the Chiefs upcoming game. And I like, you know, the Chiefs are going to lose, you know, the you know, whoever they were playing, they're going to win. And Tysher, I won't say the exact word that he said, but he goes, never underestimate the crappiness of the other team. <laughs> and I feel like we're seeing there, there's a lot that can go wrong in NFL <laughs> games. And like it's sort of, you know, the ceiling is coming down and and the Chiefs they're they're right there if they can figure it out.
0: I think the Buffalo Bills proved that today. <laughs> that, that was that was a stunning, uh, a stunning outcome. So um Okay, so we'll we'll leave it here and uh, we will work on getting Herbie's audio fixed. Thanks for pointing that out, you guys. And it's funny. It did work last week. We had some problems with it today. Thanks for sticking uh, with us uh, through that. I will say good evening to Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian, Herbie Teope and Sam McDowell. And especially to Beth Welsh, who stayed up to produce the show tonight. We are back. And Herbie, unless I see you shake your head like this, we'll be back on Friday uh, morning (laughs) to to bring you our uh, SportsBeat Live pregame show. And we will talk to you then. Thanks for joining us tonight. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our SportsBeat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Tip of the cap to Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell, Vahe Gregorian, and Sam Mellinger for talking Chiefs. Links to their stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, let's talk about the Morning Sports Edition. If you're not seeing it, you're really missing out. On KansasCity.com, go to the Stars E-Edition. That's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription. Well, now there's an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open the e-edition, there's a box in the upper right-hand corner that says All Editions. Click on that, and you can access about 15 to 60 pages of sports every day. You can also get it through an email. I do, and it's there by about 6 a.m. every morning. However you see it, you know what I'm talking about. It is complete coverage of the previous day's sports news, features, analysis, statistics, everything. It's fantastic. Hey, thanks for reading the star and listening to our podcast lineup. You're helping support the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City, and we couldn't produce programs like Sports Beat KC without you. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Hope you'll tune in then.